Radio 92.7 FNZ. Final hour of today's Nick Wilson show. If you missed any of the first three hours, including my very special announcement to start the show, WFNZ.com. Uh, it has been an emotional day. My wife and I were just... Uh, chatting uh, via social media because her and the girls have been uh, down in Myrtle the last couple days. And uh, I'm emotionally exhausted. And it has to do with the announcement earlier today. We got a lot to get into. All right. We are, we're going to get to the, the uh, gold brick ceremony in just a moment here. Another rendition of the hack song at 140. The bequeathal where we're going to hand out the best moment from the show this week. Um I think we might end up, I had something planned for 120. We might end up just getting back to some of the responses we've gotten on the five questions that are up at Nick Wilson says on both Twitter and Instagram and my uh, story. Because favorite TV character of all time, it might, we might have asked you the two toughest questions to answer, which is your best free agent signing and your favorite TV character of all time. But, Let's get into it. It's time for the run. I almost said the rundown. Time for the gold brick ceremony. We're going to give you the four best moments from the show this week. Uh, at the end of this segment, we're going to put them up at WFNZ, allow you guys to vote on them. And earlier this week, and I got into a discussion uh, based off our five questions about what natural disasters terrify us. And... When the conversation inevitably took a turn, which it does with Itty Bitty Fitty and I, about dying by either a tornado or volcano, I offered a certain FNZ producer as tribute. If I had to choose which rather way I'd die of a... Now, the volcano could be a slow death, depending on how long it takes to, to literally burn you alive. Like the tornado, you could die very quickly. I No, I think with a volcano, if you get hit with lava... It's over. You're going to black out the second that touches your skin because your skin's going to start to melt and your brain's going to shut down, and then you're then you're just done. Let's put it to test. All right. So I'm gonna, <laughs> you and flounder. Why, why, why do you get flounder? Well, because I got a family. You guys are single. You know, flounder should probably go to the volcano because he's a virgin. So, well, no. I mean, historically, that's who we've sacrificed as a people to the volcano is the virgins. Like, everybody knows the, the you know, the people with a little bit looser morals, they get tornadoes. That's how it works. I... I, I feel like Flounder might have taken that personally. I was just saying, historically, Nick, well, I've never <laughs> sacrificed anybody to a volcano. Do you have any context historically that, that yes. virgins got thrown in the volcano? Yes, it's called read a history book, bro. Uh, That's literally, it was, it was a premium on virgins. I don't know why they were like, this person hasn't gone to DTPT, so let's throw them into the fire, which by the way, I'd, I'd get out ahead of that bus. I would be, if I was in the village and they were looking for, I would be knocking door to door. Let's get this over real quick. <laughs> I'm, I'm throwing you the V card because I'm out of this. I'm not going into the flames. I'm not going Anakin. Okay? But it was not, in fact, a shot at Flounder. It was just, if I got to throw one into the tornado and one into uh, to, uh, to a volcano... I think we know where the virgin has to go. And unfortunately, he is the between you and him, he is the virgin of choice. It's you, uh, got, any, you got anything there? I, I just It also led to our tornado volcano discussion. And I think you and I listen, Sharknado happened. 
So if you and I were to just write kind of a half-assed treatment, you and I could sell Tornado Volcano to like Michael Bay, or and, more, and we'd be billionaires by the time it was done. Just get uh, Scorsese to come direct it, and we'll be billionaires. No, no, no. This isn't going to be a good movie. All right, this isn't going to be the Godfather or the Goodfellas of uh, natural disaster movies. It's going to be straight trash. But every every piece of straight trash that uh, Michael Bay directs <laughs> makes a billion dollars, and that's all this is about. This is all about cash grabbing. It's all about being able to live that life. That's where we're at. Number two. Wednesday may have been the highlight of your time here at Sports Radio 92.7 FNZ, which uh, fortunately, I mean, unfortunately, is coming to an end next week. As you got to announce on the air, you got the breaking news before KB got it, that the Panthers had traded for Baker Mayfield, and you broke the news the only way a guy like Nick Wilson can. Guys, I manifested it. Baker Mayfield is a Carolina Panther, baby. Suck it. Whoever was against that move, Sam Darnold, get your edgy ass out of town. Matt Corral, take a seat on the bench. Matt Rule, you're still not a very good coach, but I dislike you less today. Woo! This, I am, I am accepting credit on behalf of the city of Charlotte. I am ready for my key to the city. I'm just going to tell you right now, I struggled with who to tell suck it on. I'm going to any of the Baker haters, of which there aren't a lot in this town. Uh, so to anybody that doesn't like Baker Mayfield, on behalf of the Nick Wilson show, I'm going to hit you with a DX crotch chop because that's what I think about you. How, how important, or no, how did you celebrate after you left the show? Because the last 15 minutes, mm -hmm. you were... It was it was greatness. I just envisioned you at home with all these like candles lit mm -hmm. and like this self-made sauna in the background, and you were just lying there, um, unclothed, mm -hmm. just basking in the fact that after four months of of making this happen, mm -hmm. you just celebrated the only way you could without your wife at home. It was four hours of naked tantrus, tantric bliss, uh, and again, nobody else is in my house. It's just me. Uh, the lights were dim. They weren't off because I'm classy like that, right? <laughs> and uh, there was uh, first it was Lionel Richie. It was four hours, so you're not going to listen to Lionel Richie for four hours. Nobody has that kind of Lionel Richie stamina. Love some temptation. A little, li no, no, no. Then we get into a little bit of careless whisperer. And then uh, you know what? The rest stays between me, myself, and uh, the walls of Valentine. <laughs> 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 the walls of my house are like ramsey <laughs> the, the landlord's gonna come into that house oh thank god you're here paint me paint me Just hit the damn button. <laughs> Number three. No. Oh, <laughs> uh, the bit with Beth returned with Beth Troutman yesterday, and she once again nearly got us thrown off the air with an almost misspeak. 
It's really tough to get out of this rabbit hole we've gone down to, but let's see if we can do it. We're going to go jump into another rabbit hole because you guys have been giving me some confessions with uh, <laughs> letting me know that you write erotic literature about ice cream. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what it was about the way you said that, but Itty Bitty Bitty and I <laughs> look towards each other and the dump button after last week with your, uh, with your slip up on air. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fashions uh, did we offer up? Confessions. I, I don't think slowing it down made it better. So let's let's start where I just left off there. I was I was trying to get her to re-say the word confessions, which in no way sounds dirty, tawdry, or nasty. And in her trying to make it better, I think she made it way worse. <laughs> so the best part is you and I. You and I's eyes at the exact same moment. It wasn't like I saw you move and then I moved. We at the same time were hearing what she was saying and hearing something else. And she had no idea, which made it even funnier. And then we both, I could read your face saying, do we have to dump this? <laughs> I, I just want to know, because you heard something different than I heard. I thought she was saying the most unforgivable word that you can say, uh, that C word. Oh, I see, I heard the other one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah, so yeah. did. So what was funny was I was pulling the clip after the show yesterday, and uh, Flounder was in the studio with me, just hanging out. While I was waiting, you know, we were waiting to record a podcast, and I didn't, I didn't tell him anything. Mm -hmm. But so I, I play it, and he just looks up, and I was like, <laughs> "What do you think she said?" And it was the same c word I thought she had said. Ironically, Beth's greatest slip-ups on air are all about. One specific thing. Yeah. And it is about, uh, nope, can't even say it. But it in involves some level of crocodile dung paste. I'll say that. <laughs> <laughs> Stanford P. All right, so what did you hear? When she said, confessions, what did you guys hear? Send it to the Garage Door Guru text line because Stanford P. agrees with you. Mm -hmm. He heard what you heard. I heard what sounded like to me much worse yeah if she had said that word on air there's it's Which not negotiable surprise us because we no. have heard we have heard her use that word before let's not tell on our friends beth is a loved okay beloved she, member. she's gotten us to embarrass ourselves you so know you, now you're just gonna throw her under the bus it, it, on look, the air look i bombed britain now i'm bombing <laughs> now i'm bombing wbt bombing beth yeah <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> Number four. Uh, Lastly, uh, Radio Tinder, it turned hostile yesterday when someone suggested reply all emails, which has been a problem on the show before. And you went on a significant rant about people who reply all to emails. All right, 704 number saying people who reply all to, or sorry, reply all to emails. Swipe left and block those some bees straight to hell. We, we have had this ongoing issue internally in this building about reply all and every time it's like it's like uh, it's like the Godfather three every time I think I'm out they pull me back in there was a point where like two weeks ago somebody reply all to an email <laughs> from seven months ago about the former boss we had a different boss that was the we best part. changed bosses and I got a damn reply email <laughs> what are we doing if you can't tell the difference between reply and reply all, go to the glue factory. <laughs> Get the hell out. Move out of my country. Move out of my building.
I don't know if we can get the mayor of Charlotte to sign up for this. But if I could get a get-out-of-jail-free card and anybody who uses reply-all to a company-wide email when it's not proper, if I could get a, a, a get-out-of-jail-free card for just knocking them the hell out, only have to happen once or twice. But once people find out people are getting sucker punched for hitting reply all, I guarantee across the country, across the county, across the state, reply all uh, malfeasance will not be practiced anymore. So does does this same method apply to people who reply all on a Twitter conversation as opposed to one individual? Uh, that's hit or miss. Because sometimes it, it's it's appropriate for everybody to see your reply. Sometimes people are just being D's. Like, if you're on your third interaction and it's just you and one other person going back and forth, take everybody names everybody else's name off the thread. Stop being a D. I just but it's not it's not as cut and dry as just reply all versus reply. It it is just something because like I'm with you now. I, I'm not gonna tell someone to go to the glue factory over it, but there is nothing I hate more. That's worse than than saying I should be able to legally punch people out over it. Kind of both not great. I mean, I guess that would be I've, them I've, I've voluntarily. I've got a really hot take about violence that I I can't just share. Okay. Um, All right. You know, maybe so. don't don't share. <laughs> leave that one in the chamber. You already bombed Beth. Don't bomb your own career. Uh, All uh, right. Let's put this up uh, at WFNZ for the voting. Tornado volcano. Uh, breaking confessions. And reply all. What was the best moment from the show this week? Itty bitty fitty. Do you have a vote? This is really hard because this... We left two or three on the, the cutting room floor that absolutely belonged in this conversation, including you bombing Britain and Jessica Charman bombing you. And we only had four days worth of work. If I had to vote, or no, I'll tell you, because I always vote in the poll, it's going to be confessions. Hmm. Okay, and you almost said it yourself. Yeah. It's confessions. Yeah, it's... it's this it's, is not going to be the, this is gonna gonna be the, the new Muzzy Bogues, <laughs> where I'm not going to be able to talk whenever I go to say that word. <laughs> All right, so... Uh, yeah, don't say it then. Uh, so, Tornado Volcano, Breaking, Confessions, Reply All, this show moves on, including some of the best submissions we got on the five questions next on Sports Radio 92.7 FNC. Radio 92.7 FNC. Welcome back to the Nick Wilson Show. Uh, in 20 minutes, the final rendition of this week's hack song. Guys, if you haven't seen it, if you haven't heard it, it's really good. Um, every time I've listened to it, it's made me laugh out loud. Not like the LOL you use on AIM when like you would say, like you used to really upset. Everybody used LOL. And it's like, are you really laughing out loud or are you lying to me right now? No, belly laughing from the hack song of the week. And I have a considerable belly. So that's coming up in just about 20 minutes here. You also have uh, just about uh, 25 minutes left to vote on the Jim Selenia Gold Brick of the Week Award. Tornado Volcano, Breaking Confessions, and Reply All are your candidates. Uh, I just hit that up with a retweet. So uh, if you didn't get to listen to those, well, you're SOL. Just kidding. Uh, go ahead and uh, 
I don't think there is a way to listen to him because we push this into the one o'clock hour. Well, you know what? Maybe next time be a little bit more on time. How about that? Now, uh, the other big part of today, obviously we've talked a lot about Baker Mayfield. Um, because we had the gold brick there, I, I've yet to talk about my big announcement that I made at the start of the show. And that is that there are, after today, five more editions of the Nick Wilson Show. Uh, next Friday will be my last day here in Charlotte. And then the following Monday, I'll be starting a new afternoon show in Cleveland at my old station, 92.3 The Fan. And it was not an easy decision to make. And a lot of that was the people here. You know, something really cool that happens when you move to a place that you were not native to is that you create your own family. And I've shared this story. I've wanted to share this story since it happened because it broke my heart. Um, my daughters and I, I, I walk my daughters up to the school bus. Even now, they're in reading camp uh, for the summer. So I walk them up to the school bus uh, uh, every day. And uh, about uh, a week ago, actually just after the decision was made and everything kind of was put into motion, I, I was with my twins, uh, Sophia and Isabella, my little eight-year-olds, and our neighbor Bob, who walks his dog Shotzi um, all over the neighborhood. And I see him because I walk all over the neighborhood too. We see each other all the time. We say hi. But like, I've never hung out with Bob. I've never spent an afternoon with Bob or anything like that. But he's just a really nice guy who I know, you know, is kind of uh, one of the people I really trust in our neighborhood. And uh, the girls just, you know, it's like 6.30 in the morning. We're waiting for the bus. And the girls just blurt out to Bob. Yeah, we're going home to Ohio. And the look on this this man's face, who, again, I'm very cordial with. He's a lovely guy. And, and kind of like, kind of somebody like a, I would say, kind of like a watchdog in the neighborhood. Always on the prowl, always looking out for, for the good, the kids of the neighborhood and all that kind of stuff. He was crestfallen. It was so incredibly sweet to see this guy who, again, is a really good acquaintance, but not like a close family friend be so upset. And then about, uh, you know, the, the day later, I was telling somebody else, hey, you know, uh, it, we're going to be leaving. We've made that decision. And it is a neighbor who lives like two doors down. And. She got crestfallen, and she's like, I'm going to miss your daughters so much. And I realized my daughters are the mayor of Charlotte. Or they're, they're the mayor of Ballantyne. I don't, I don't know anybody in my neighborhood is going to miss my fat ass. I'm just telling you right now, I have no idea. But anytime we've told somebody that the Wilson girls are leaving Ballantyne, it, it's, like, it's, like the, it's like if the Bush family left Kenny Bunkport. Like, it has just desolated the neighborhood. And uh, it makes me happy because those girls have that impact on me. And it is very cool to see the impact they have made in in our little corner of the, the woods there. So, yes, I am leaving. But the good news is we got not only the rest of this show to have more fun, uh, all that kind of stuff. But we've got all of next week. And I'm going to try and have some special guests, people I really loved uh, have it on the air. I'm going to try and have them in all week. We're just going to have, well, we've been having so much fun. We're going to have more fun. I'm I'm promising you right now. This is, you know what? Yesterday at the end of the show, I guaranteed you, I locked it in, a Panthers wild card spot in 2022. At the very least, I set the bar 
that that's the least that's going to happen. That is my gift to you with the Baker Mayfield news. I'm now guaranteeing you the bar. It can be more than this. It just won't be less than this. Next week's shows will be at least 10% more fun than the insanity of the fun we've had the last few weeks. So anybody fitty's really going to have to step up his game. Maybe he brings Ramsey in studio. Maybe I interview Ramsey on air. And then edgy Sam Darnold comes in. I don't know. I'm just saying next week's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. I also would like to point out that I didn't realize when we uh, when we put together the five questions, I didn't realize how tough today's questions were. And when I say tough, I'm just saying like how how many different answers we were going to get. Because the final two questions of today's five questions were, who is the best free agent signing ever? And Zach Gelb said Artemi Panarin because he was stumped. I think Barry Bonds probably belongs on this conversation, by the way. The Giants had not been really any good for a really long time. Barry Bonds was the face of baseball and the face of the National League for a very long time. I think Barry Bonds belongs on the best free agent signing of all time. I think you can add LeBron in Miami or Cleveland. I specify Cleveland because he won a title there, the first title since 1964. Um, who did you have? You had a really good one at the very end of the segment. We didn't get a chance to get into it because we had to we had to move. I started out with Brady, uh, Peyton in Denver. Peyton in Denver, I actually think is better than Brady because one, I think if you paid attention to that team, my old partner Josh Parcell nailed it, and I didn't see it. I was being too damn stubborn. The Buccaneers were literally only a quarterback away. That roster, if you had added most quarterbacks to that roster, I think they're probably in the playoffs at the very least the next year. Tom Brady got him a title two years in, so you can't you can't short sell that. Mm-hmm. But I don't know about that. I don't know about Brady. Manning, I think, is interesting because Manning, it was literally just like Manning had nothing left, and he just kind of he kind of just willed himself to be able to play out there. Who's the best free agent? Somebody said Deion Sanders with the Cowboys earlier, which I thought was really interesting. I think the fact he went from did he, he went from San Francisco to Dallas. I think that made a huge difference because he went from the team of the previous decade to the team of that decade. Yeah. I do think that makes a difference. Uh, there's another. You know what? I can't believe I didn't say this. Reggie White and Green Bay. Seven zero four number saying that right now. Reggie White and Green Bay is one. Of, and I've said this earlier. If you're having a greatest player of all time conversation, Reggie White has to be in the conversation to me because of the athletes that I have seen, he is the greatest defensive player I've ever seen. No one could guard Reggie White. And I'm talking about in the run game, in the pass game, that dude was a terror to deal with. He's one of the first guys I've ever seen beat the crap out of guys on a double or triple team. It was awesome. So continue to send in... There was. I really wish I could remember who the hell somebody sent in a, a another best free agent signing of all time, and it like blew my mind. I just hadn't thought of it. I can't remember if it was the NBA. Was it the NBA? Oh, somebody tried to pass Michael in '96. Yeah, Michael wasn't a free agent signing. He just unretired. If Michael now here, if you want to get into great revisionist history, if Michael had gone. Anywhere outside of Chicago, if he had unretired and gone to the Knicks and won three titles, he would easily be the best free agent signing in history. Or if Michael had gone to 
the Lakers or if Michael had gone to Washington or Boston, if he had gone anywhere else and won those three titles, it, still he'd be the greatest of all time as a free agent. Uh, Stanford P and 704 number both pitching in Reggie Jackson. Yeah. I'd be really curious if Reggie Jackson never signs with the Yankees, if he never takes George Steinbrenner's offer up. I'd be really curious how long the Steinbrenner era ends up being in New York. Because that was the linchpin that brought in the financial success that then brought in the next, I mean, really 40 years of, of Yankee free agent signings. I mean, granted, you you already have your leg up owning the New York Yankees, mm -hmm. fiscally being in New York and all that. But, like, Reggie was proof positive. One, he was the first major free agent signing of the New York Yankees because it happened at the beginning of Major League Baseball free agency. But Reggie was not a guy that people thought could survive in New York. And Reggie secured the bag and went out and took himself from probable Hall of Famer to definitive Hall of Famer in New York. Yeah, there's, there's just so many. Because, I mean, free agency, because it didn't always exist in sports. It, it changed the way every sport, you know, whether it was baseball, football. Because, again, what, in the 90s when you got free agency in the NFL. Mm -hmm. So, like, it's just, there's really, I mean, like. Ronnie Lott's a great one as well, even though the, he was towards the end of his career when free agency came along. He also was missing a digit. Is, is that too too old of a name? Did no, you, no, I know, I know the name and who he did played. Did you millennial for. out? No, I know who he played for, and I just oh, you didn't want to talk about it. I just hate him with every fabric of my being. And this was one that was brought up earlier. Greg Maddox. Greg Maddox is a truly, truly great. And ironically, that happened a year before uh, Barry Bonds went from Pittsburgh to to the Giants. So one of our five questions today was uh, best free agent signing ever, and I thought. Like, one, there is no wrong answer unless it's really stupid. Wayne Garland from Baltimore to Cleveland is not going to be it. But, like, even our team, Panarin, I probably wouldn't put that up there with a lot of the ones we've had because they haven't won um, enough yet. But that very well could be because our team, Panarin, is one of the best, one of the most skilled offensive hockey players uh, we've seen over the last decade or two in the NHL. So I think that's a great one. The other one that I really stymied, or not stymied people, but we just had the best variety of answers on was favorite TV character of all time. And you and I are in similar ballparks with the Tony Soprano thing. But like, if you ask me to choose Tony Soprano versus Rust Cole, Rust Cole to me is the character that I quote probably more than anyone. Right? Time is a flat circle is one of my favorite things to say when we talk about this dysfunction in a small town. Um, there's a couple ones I can't say on air that I that I <laughs> I can tell you that I uh, I might quote as well uh, when the children aren't around and the FCC isn't around. So Russ Cole is another one of those. And you know what? This is um, damn. I'm struggling to remember who said it. Somebody on the Garage Door Guru text line said uh, Charlie Harper, which was Charlie Sheen's character on Two and a Half Men. Oh yeah. And I will go down to say the first six years of that show before. Charlie found Coke and hookers again. The first six years of that show go up there and belong up there with most of the great sitcoms of all time. It's 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 elite television. It's not it's not held in the same reverence of Seinfeld. It's not held you know It's better than Seinfeld. Uh I don't I don't agree, but I can understand why you say that. I think it I think a lot more people understood it and got it right away than people it took people a while to get Seinfeld. 
but I don't know it holds up as well as some of those great, like, friends. There's some questionable things in there, but it mostly holds up. Seinfeld, I think, holds up. I don't know the first six epi- uh, the first six seasons of Two and a Half Men hold up as well, but that Charlie Sheen performance and, and Charlie Harper is kind of like what every man or what most men wishes they could be. Yeah. A, a good-looking, successful playboy and but also at, at his heart still a good person. My my only problem with that suggestion and look, as you that's a great show. He's not the best character in his own show. Like I think Alan makes the show. Um Ooh, no. Oh, oh god. Al- Alan makes the show barely tolerable. Um Jake when he's young Fat and bubbly is a great character. So Charlie found Coke and hookers and that kid found religion and both of them (laughs) went off the reservation. (laughs) Similar effect, uh, but unfortunately different paths to self-destruction. So favorite TV character. This is another good one because I really love Sons of Anarchy. Um, saying Jax Teller, nine and no number saying Darden saying Larry effing David. Yeah, that's another one. Larry David's, uh, I can't, I can't fulfill it, but um, I can't pay off the joke. But Larry, when Larry Davis explain, Larry, Larry David explains the two ways that you can hurt your neck. For like two years, when I had an office job, me and my uh, my buddy Tim Abraham, who's my office mate, we used to just scream at each other across the office. I know there are only two ways to hurt your neck. And if you haven't seen that, uh, check it out on YouTube. All right, guys, continue on. Best free agent signing ever and your favorite TV character. If you missed any of the five questions, at Nick Wilson says on Twitter or my Instagram stories, you can fill those out and send them in. In the meantime, the final rendition of this week's Hack Song, next on Sports Radio 92.7 FNC. One, two, three, score! Fitty don't mess around, yes he played it slow and so we paid less dough. Uh, so Sam is a goner, can't wait to see our new offense score. Uh, let's try to find our ceiling cause our line alone has me hyped right now. Let's pray for CMC for sticking twos together, and we need him now. Come on, for four hours okay for three and a half hours i couldn't resist it for four full hours that is the hack song of the week and it just fit the mood today uh, it just that just felt damn good uh good stuff out of hack by the way you have mere moments left to vote on the jim selenia gold brick ceremony uh for this week tornado volcano breaking confessions reply all in about four minutes, we're going to be handing out the moment from, or the best moment, the award for the best moment from the show this week. I've only been doing this bit and using this verbiage for four years, and now we welcome on my trusty steed of four years, the resident songbird and manchild of Sports Radio 92.7 FNC, Hacksaw Helbig. What's up, buddy? 
I'm doing good. I'm just glad that I, I, I was like, you know what? I don't think he'll know what I say when I do Baker Mayfield at the end there, but I'm like, he'll know. <laughs> oh, this is, I feel like that song was written specifically for me and the seven other people yeah. in this town that were begging for Baker Mayfield for four months. <laughs> yes, a exactly. A BFA. What do you say about this uh, this this here uh, hacksaw? Hacksaw, after you delivered a dud a few weeks ago, you've been on your why, game. Why we got to leave? You're doing the reverse. We compliment and then insult, not insult and then compliment. Because we're doing it backwards today. This was. I got to pay extra for that. This was this was great. Um, I loved oh. your baker. I feel like that was the third worst ba the baker on the station. I thought I thought mine had a moment. I thought his had a moment. Now, not only are you the third most eligible bachelor in sports radio, ninety two seven FNZ, I think you have the third best baker. You got to really hit a couple different notes there. Yeah, I can't do that, but I will hit you with an A plus. This Ooh. this was really good. Ooh. Really really enjoyed right. it. I could uh, I could be driving home tonight and sing the song to myself, knowing that Baker Mayfield is our new quarterback. Hmm. I hope you do that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but videotape it and put it on the internet. It can be Pornhub. It can be your Twitter handle. Just put it somewhere. Um, dealer's choice. All right, Hacksaw. Yeah, I think you know where this is going. One, mm -hmm. I friggin' love that song. All right, I'm pretty much a rock guy, but that song just does it for me. Not a lot of pop songs do it for me. That song does it for me. All right, Outcast for life. All right, and if not Outcast, then Big Boy, because All Night also slaps. However, so I love the song. I love the original song. I love what you did with it. You could have really overcomplicated your performance here. And when you brought Bedroom Hacksaw into the mix, when you were like doing the uh and all that, I think I think ladies around Charlotte might have gotten a little pregnant hearing you just throw down the oohs in the the sound effects here. I I, I don't I don't like bedroom hacksaw. <laughs> Sorry. So let me ask you how what is the most pluses I've given you next to an A Ever? before? Yes. Oh, uh, I I don't think it's gone past ten. Mm. All right. So eleven pluses. For an A+, plus. that's how much I like this. You pandered specifically to me. This is not a show that has ever rewarded pandering until today. I appreciate your pandering. Well done. I laughed like an idiot out loud every time I listened to that song. And at the end, I came back from break singing the song, That's How You Play It. That's the way you debate. You had good, you had good notes there at the end there. I heard it a little bit while it was coming on, so... I mean, you already got the the A eleven plus. You don't need to, you know. The the, the wheels are greased here. The, the, no, no, no. Don't pander to me more. You're not. They're from the, I'm not gonna be like, all right, you know, twelve plus. As he pandered more. Uh, Hacky, be good, my guy. Appreciate you. All right, bye, Goma, everybody. Bye, Goma, to you. Stanford P saying, hacksaw, get your sleep apnea looked at. It's a serious condition. You guys have no idea. We spend. The entirety of the cabin. One of our best friends at the cabin, his wife is a doctor. And the first thing she said to Hacksaw in seeing his picture this year was, maybe it's time to like get that sleep apnea checked out. 
So I have no idea how Stanford P came to, to talk about uh, hacksaw sleep apnea, where he pulled that out of the ether. But yes, it has been a real talking point. Let's get to the Mark Spain real estate Nick pick here. Why don't we? And I'm going to yesterday. I took the 10 to 1 odds that Baker Mayfield will be the comeback player of the year. Today, I'm going to go to another uh, long-term Mark Spain real estate Nick pick. Because I cannot believe that the Panthers, in a conference where there's about two or three really good teams and then a bunch of filth, I can't believe that the Carolina Panthers are plus 460 to make the playoffs. That means if you bet 10 bucks, you win 460. You can't get that kind of value. Like, that is insane, asinine value, given the fact that this is not going to be the 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 almighty NFC. So I will take the Panthers plus 460. And wherever I am, whenever I am, when that bet comes out, you can be known. Because I'm actually, I will, I'm going to talk to my guy. Um, I'm going to get to Kyle Bailey's offshore betting accounts. I'm going to put 10 bucks on that bad boy because I need 460 bucks in about five months from now. That is the Mark Spain Real Estate Nick Pick. Let's get to, let's get to it. It's time for, uh, there are a gajillion votes in right now, <laughs> which is wild because it's only been up for about an hour. And people literally only heard it at 1 o'clock because we, we don't have the candidates up online. But a gajillion votes. It's actually, sorry, a gajillion 12 now. They, that happened. And gajillion 13. Good Lord. It's just, it's like my follower count today. It just keeps going. At Nick Wilson says on Twitter and Instagram, if you want to follow me, by the way. In last place, reply all, which is where die a death reply alls. Tied for second place. It is Tornado Volcano in breaking. That means, in first place, Confessions with Beth Troutman. It's really tough to get out of this rabbit hole we've gone down to, but let's see if we can do it. We're going to go jump into another rabbit hole because you guys have been giving me some confessions with uh, letting me know that you write erotic literature about ice cream. Um, <laughs> I, don't know. I don't know what it was about the way you said that, but Itty Bitty Fitty and I look towards each other and the dump button after last week with your, uh, with your slip up on air. <laughs> <laughs> what kind of fashions uh, did we offer up? Confessions. I don't, think, I don't think slowing it down made it better. So, uh, also, by the way, I had said ten dollars to win four hundred and sixty bucks. It's bet a hundred dollars to win four hundred and sixty bucks. It's been a long day. I'm emotional and I'm exhausted. However, uh, we got. So we asked you guys, what did her word saying the word confession sound like? And you thought one thing, which had to do with things you see on the internet, and I ha I thought it had to do with a specific no-no word that you are absolutely... You, not only are you not allowed to say it on air, you're not allowed to say it in the presence of a woman. And what I will tell you is, a lot more people heard what... Oh, sorry. More people heard what you heard instead of what I heard. But multiple people did say they heard the unforgivable word that you don't say in front of women out of, of what Beth Troutman was trying to say. You could hear both iterations of what we both thought she said and what she did actually say. Is this like the new, the dress is purple, the dress is blue thing that was yeah. going on during the pandemic? Um, so I got to thinking, once I saw she was th this was going to win, how many 
moments has has Beth Troutman contributed to winning the gold brick? Because it's I mean it's, she's on a streak. She's she's on a heater like Hacksaw. You've got Confessions, Ramsey, Ramsey, no. Glizzy Fest. Uh huh. Like she's got three within the last month. She's she's listen. She's the 27 New York Yankees right now. <laughs> All right, and what what's ironic is, given next week's uh, the last week of the show, we've already seen the last bit with Beth Troutman. Yeah. She's going to be on vacation. Um, so I did I did tell her out of spite that I might it might might be the bit with Zoak just out of spite because I'll just replace her with somebody else from WBT. Speaking of next week being your final week, that uh, ice cream erotica, uh huh, it's got to be brought to the air. Oh, you, you're talking about two scoops um, shipwrecked? No. You said you used to write erotic <laughs> novels about ice cream? Dear that, Diary, that, I was at that, two scoops again. Look, you never gave us our QB shuffle like four months ago that you promised. Good God. you've got That's the only thing you can remember. <laughs> I ask you to remember anything else. Hey, Itty Bitty Fitty, play this coming back from break. Never do it. Oh. Hey, Itty Bitty Fitty, can you reach out to this person? Never do it. I didn't do one bit. The show of bits didn't do a damn bit five months ago, and it's my great broken promise to you. But I'll see. I'll see what I can do. At the very least, I'll try and get some two scoops up in this B. Um, listen, I, there is no possible way for me to get to every response on the Garage Door Guru text line that you guys sent in about my big announcement. If you guys missed the big announcement, it's on WFNZ.com. It's the opening moment from the show today. Spent 10 minutes talking about my decision. Um, I just want to say thank you. I want to say thank you for the kind words. I want to say thank you for a fun show today. I It's so easy. There are so many guys that get into this business for themselves and do a show for themselves. I do a show to interact with Fiddy. I do a show to interact with Hurricane Hugo in Stanford P and Chad Harris and Moose and the legendary Granny Pat. I do a show because it's about connection, and I love that. I love to connect about sports and life and everything, and today was a great day. You guys really made it uh, a day that I had been fretting, saying goodbye, or starting to say goodbye. You guys brought it. So uh, the Garage Door Guru text, I'm probably not going to see everything. Adnick Wilson says, I, I'm going to try and take some time. To, to say goodbye to everybody, say thank you to everybody for the kind words. We got five more Nick Wilson shows to come next week. We're going to have special guests. We're going to have uh, maybe do some uh, you know best in history of the show, that kind of nonsense, until, to, until Sunday. Until Monday at uh, 10 a.m., Nick Wilson for Itty Bitty Fitty saying stay safe and be good, Charlotte. Ladies and gentlemen, the weekend. Lord, I love you, Carolina. Hasta la vista, baby. Oh, and in case I don't see you, good afternoon, good evening, and good night. See you later! Charmed, I'm sure. I'm the beat, that's all, folks. Okay, bye. Yeah.